Hello, everyone. You are tuned in to CK Huddle, the podcast that unpacks and simplifies complex money, accounting, and tax topics that impact the bottom line. I'm Ignatius L. Jackson, CPA, and my co-host is Eric Pierre, CPA. We are practicing CPAs with a knack for translating tax and accounting hot topics into a language that is easily understood. This podcast is for everyone, working professionals, household managers, retirees, business owners, professional athletes, boomerangs, college students, and yes, you. It's time to increase your money management IQ, so let's huddle up. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the CPA Huddle. This is Ignatius L. Jackson, CPA, and Mr. Eric Pierre, CPA, is here with me. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I like how you had that uh, sexy voice going there. Um, well, remember, hey, welcome, me- me- welcome from aboard, semi- everybody. Remember Semi-Pro? Sexy, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody. So thanks for tuning in today. <laughs> thanks for tuning in today. Uh, yes, we are CPAs, certified public accountants, even though we're a little crazy sometimes. More so Eric than I, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're uh, yeah, professionals helping you guys learn and educate yourselves. And so today we're talking about a hot topic. Uh, 1099s. So uh, I was actually recently featured in an article, an entrepreneur with a, a local attorney here in Phoenix, uh, Matt Sorensen. Uh-oh. Hold on. I, 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 I would tip a cap, but I can't Thanks. find my cap Thanks. right now. My place is a mess here. But yes, shout out to you, Matt Sorensen. Thank you for giving black men like Ignatius opportunities. Uh, you know, um, Matt, I, I, you know, I don't know if Matt's sure. a Mormon, but he's really straight laced. So I'm uh, really proud of you, Matt. Uh, you and Matt Source, and uh, I read your article. <laughs> I did read your article a few weeks ago, and it was really good. Uh, I like how Matt led you to the questions, you know, because Matt, tax okay, he's one of the top tax attorneys in the country. He's even though he he doesn't necessarily practice all that much anymore. But, but, he's but he's still more he's, so uh, doing the record IRA, but. Yes, okay, he's still but he's, but he's up there nationally. He's consulted with Peter Thiel, yep. um, and he allowed you to be on the same stage, let you say quite a few things. You, you know, because like I interview with CNBC. I used to interview Forrest, but Forrest stopped talking to me for some reason. That's okay. I prefer CNBC anyway. Shout out Kate Door, uh, Bloomberg. Usually you get a couple blurbs, but Ignatius, you had quite a bit of meat you know you, you it, it looked like a nice juicy uh yeah. you know 14 ounce new york strip kind of content so shout out to you buddy <laughs> i like that i like that uh, i like the metaphor so yeah no it's uh it was a good article and so what we're talking about people just so you kind of know is they're making they made a rule change and one of the multiple bills that they passed last year. I forget which one it was. I want to say maybe it was the latest one, but I I can't remember which one it was. But ultimately, they changed the reporting requirements for 1099K forms, okay? 1099K forms are the forms that payment processors send out 
to you uh, for the transactions that are paid through a payment processor, okay? So the rule used to be that if you received more than $20,000 in payments and more than 200 transactions, then the payment processor had to send you a 1099K. So these are places like PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, um, that kind of stuff is mm -hmm. are considered payment processors, okay? Yep. And so they used to have to send those out to you if you had that many transactions in that dollar amount. Well, in their infinite wisdom, if you want to call it wisdom, they decided that um, they wanted to decrease the threshold to just $600. No threshold of transactions, no, nothing like that, just $600. So now anyone who's receiving payments through these payment processors over $600 is likely going to be receiving a 1099. Even if it's not related to business purposes, which could happen. And so we're going to explain why we think that could happen and why it is a potential risk for the small guy. Okay. And let's just think about who's really going to be hurt the most by this. Who's going to be hurt the most by this stupid rule? Okay. The people who are going to be hurt the most are the smallest of small businesses. Okay. The larger businesses are already reporting on their income. This isn't an issue for them. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing what they need to do. So really it's the small fish that are being hurt the most. All right. The people who might be skirting through a little bit here and there. Okay. Um, you could argue, yeah, yeah, they should be reporting their income. Okay, sure. Um, but that's not really who we should be going after. You know, we really should be going after, um, the bigger dollars and, and that kind of stuff, because most of these people that are not reporting their income are already in poverty anyways. And even if we had them report all their income, we probably would just give them the money back anyways. So what's the point, you know, of trying to go after this, trying to create additional headache, hassles and headaches and all this other kind of stuff. Anyways, uh, let me stop for a second and give my co-host a chance to chime in because oh. I'm a little irritated by this whole, and I think if you can't tell. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. In fact, the smaller guy, not only that, but, you know, I don't use Venmo as much as I used to. I use Zelle, but that concerns me because you go out a few times a year and you're Venmoing each other, you're whole, you know, covering, sharing hotels, right? Restaurants, all that stuff. Now you might, you, you're gonna have to do a schedule C to show that you weren't in business. You gotta be kidding me. Like, Ignatius, you and I go, I mean, now we're business owners, but you and I go to hang out in Vegas together and then we share a few limos and, you know, a couple drinks and, you know, we hang out certain places and that's going to be over $600 flowing between us. So now I have to report that on Schedule C because I had a good time. I use a, a processor for that. Yeah, come on, man. That's... It's, yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. I mean, just just simple payments between people to you know share in some costs and stuff like that, right? Are now going to likely be reported. So, um, and yeah, so I, I actually mentioned this. Uh, it didn't make it into the article, but uh, one of my admins here at my office was like, "Man, you know, my my mom was wondering." 
you know, with this new rule, because her and her roommates send money back and forth to each other, you know, for rent and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, I, I wonder if now they're going to get a 1099 and have to report, you know, their income or that that is income when all they're doing is basically just splitting up the rent payment to the third party landlord. And so, and I was like, you know, it's a very valid question and a very valid point. I don't know the answer to that question, but you're right. It very well could result in that. And so that's the biggest concern I think a lot of people have is, um, you know, stuff that is not truly business could be caught up in this whole thing uh, because uh, of the way that the rules are written now. So, and it's going to ultimately cost people a lot more money, all right, to be able to do their taxes when they shouldn't have to be paying someone to do their taxes just because they received a freaking 1099 miscellaneous form or a 1099 NEC form or a 1099K form when they shouldn't have. I agree. I mean, look, I know that's stuff. <laughs> Listen, you know, I've benefited from some laws favoring my business, but I was dealing with business owners. This law, I'm concerned about getting people that usually have no business calling my firm, wanting to do work and complaining about our fees to, to report that you share $2,000 with the payments this year. Oh my gosh, that, that's that's a nightmare. That, that, that's, that, yeah. feels, that feels unfair. It really, it really does. It is. Yeah. And here's, and here's the other issue. Here's another issue with this. So if it truly is for business purposes, so I talked about when it's not for business purposes, right? So if right. it truly is for business purposes, the payment that's going through the PayPal, the Vimos and the like, right? Um, well, the requirement is that you send a 1099 as a business owner to someone that you're paying for services, you know, through these apps as well. well That's the requirement. Unless they pay through the credit card, because remember, well, yeah, exactly. you don't want to get, yeah. you don't want to get double dip. Yeah. Double hit. Yeah. I mean, most, most of the payments that are coming through these apps are just cash transfers from bank accounts, right? That's true. So cash app, Venmo. Um, PayPal's the typically the Zells of the world, right? Those yeah. are all typically coming from a bank account. So True. technically the way that the rules are written, you're supposed to still be sending a 1099 to those people, a 1099 NEC more likely than not, but it could be a 1099 miscellaneous also. Correct. So, but you're still going to also receive a 1099 K from the payment processor. So what does that do? That basically double counts as the revenue. Now you're going to get hit twice for the same amount of revenue. So now it's going to be up to you to actually be able to reconcile. And no matter how many times we tell people, let's be honest, we tell people this all the time, but no matter how many times we tell people to actually keep good books for themselves and keep their own records and know exactly how much they make, we know it doesn't happen. And so <laughs> nine times out of 10, <laughs> nine times out of 10. <laughs> I thought there was a dog barking in the background. No, I was just me laughing because laugh. people. I've had to tell people yeah. the same thing. You should see. You should see the emails I have to yeah. send this time of year. It's embarrassing. Right. So, but we, we hear it all the time. Like, oh no, just use whatever's on the ten ninety nine. Well, that's not going to work anymore because if we do that, you're going to have extra revenue. So now you're going to actually probably have to do some work, um, and. If if you report less revenue than what they have in total 1099s, you might also receive a letter from the IRS saying, hey, we noticed that uh, you didn't report all your revenue, this and that, blah, blah, blah. 
what's going on here? And so it's going to create so many complexities. And I just feel like this, this whole thing is just going to spiral out of control. So yeah, I, anyways, I agree with you, uh, Senator Jackson. I, um, <laughs> Senator Jackson. Dr. Jackson, this guy. what is worse? This or McCarthyism? I'm just curious. This or McCarthyism? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, what do you think? I think it's about the same. They're both, this is getting ridiculous. You know, because remember McCarthy said everybody, <laughs> remember McCarthy, those of you that they're young, McCarthy is basically, Senator Joseph McCarthy said everybody was, is, was he from Arizona, actually? I think he was. I or don't remember, actually, I don't know. But he said everybody was a communist. Basically, with this law, they're saying everybody's in business. This is stupid, no. So here's, here's the one potential way that we might see a little bit of reprieve on this. So we talked about a lot of the possibilities, a lot of the bad stuff, a lot of the negative, right? So there is one potential way that we might be able to alleviate some of these concerns, okay? So on these apps, I've noticed recently when you send a payment yeah, through like Zelle, for example, or through, uh, I don't use Venmo or Cash App, but I have used uh, PayPal and I've used Zelle. Okay, so I've noticed recently that when you're sending payments uh, through those, they're actually asking you, is this payment for a business? Yep. Or or is it your personal, right? So they kind of give you the option to pick. So I think, and I hope that they're doing that to be able to determine whether they need to send a 1099 or not to that person. Yeah. I would hope, okay? Um, because if that's not what it's being used for, then yeah, we're what I just said about the duplicate forms and all that is definitely, we're in a world of hurt. Uh, personal payments, all that kind of stuff are going to start coming out like oh. mad. So I'm Ooh. hoping that, you know, people will at least choose the right button there. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll see. Um, and th the whole rationale behind why we're doing this is to get underreported income, right? That's the whole reason why 1099s even exist. So here's the thing. Let's just take a step back and be real for a second, people. If you as a business owner have a typically high cash business and you just recently started using like Zelle and Cash App and those guys to collect some of your payments instead of getting cash, especially when someone doesn't have any cash on them, right? Because people don't like to carry cash anymore, really. So if you have this type of business, why wouldn't you just go back to just only taking cash? If well, this is a concern. Well, okay, hold on. Now, right. I, 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 agree, mean, I, I agree with you, but remember, there are now more and more merchants not accepting cash since pandemic. Um, true. Then, okay. But then, the, depending on the kind of business you're in, which even some of the illegal ones, that cash changes hands. Because remember, even some of those businesses, they do uh, report taxes. I've helped some of those people report yeah. the taxes and they well, do it honestly. It, remember, if you make a deposit yeah. uh, right at, uh, around at 10 grand, it's marked. So, you have to be, so this is creating some, uh, to be honest with you, it's encouraging the underworld yeah. even more. This is so, it's so dumb. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, even extreme example. I agree. I mean, I mean, I, I mean here's an extreme example. I mean, look, look, there's, 
there are certain types of female entertainers that can come provide services to you and they take Venmo and cash out. Now, if you make them report taxes, they will start taking cash and then they're not going to report that on their tax returns anymore. So U.S. government, I hope you like what's about to happen because that will happen. And I know people in the industry and I know they will, I know they will do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the reasons why people started, you know, taking those types of payments is, you know, once you send the payment over, you know, it's from a legitimate place. Mm -hmm. Once you get the payment, there's no chance of chargebacks and there's no chance to count for money. Right. So that's the one benefit of using these types of apps. And you're not having to carry, you know, not to carry cash. By the way, when I'm talking about entertainers, well, I mean, whether it's adult or even like, people that are clowns you know i know i know latest certified clown that yep birthday parties you gotta remember all these trades these forms of entertainment where people are getting paid you know people uh people washing your car you know i used to have a guy walk come and wash my car he moved out of town i wish he hadn't i didn't clean my beamer in a while but he used to come wash my car i paid him venmo right um but now if you're making it hard now we'll start paying in cash and people like that with all these mobile services as well with the pandemic you know mobile barbers they're not going to report all their income you're actually encouraging them to cheat the system yeah that's the problem i have with this right yeah yeah i mean this prime examples barbers hair salons you know that those types of places you're going to start to see you know them you know because the retail places are not really the concern because most of those guys take credit cards, right? But it's really just, it's more of the same. And they have to because the corporations you'll, you'll are deterring theft yeah. at the retail, but it's the smaller right. the smaller guy in this new gig economy, you may end up having some unintended consequences. Then you're also yep. going to encourage people to incorrectly report personal and business. And, uh, you know, even you can have substance or reform, but you know, I mean, they, they they may not report all their income, but you know, right. The one recommendation that I would have for people is use a different email address or phone number. Yes. For your business payments and for your personal payments. Yes. Okay, because that's going to be the easiest way for you to know. Uh, if something is should be for your business or should be personal, because I know a lot of people right now take in payments that are, I, I even I deal with this all the time because I have some of my clients that are business owners that have personal payments coming through their business. No, again, no matter how many times they tell them not to do that, and it's because they only have the one Zelle or the one uh, Cash App or the one Venmo. So create a different account for your business and your personal and make sure you give people the right information. If you do that, it should hopefully alleviate a lot of these concerns um, and we wouldn't have, we're not gonna have a big issue. So, but I I, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think we will have a big issue. Oh yeah, you have a big issue. And like I said, I just told, you know, if the government's listening, I just warned you the kind of people that are gonna really cheat it. You know, because some of those people, even in the CD stuff, I've actually done some of their tax returns. So I'm not going to say who. Um, they actually do like reporting yeah. their income honestly because they need to buy houses. But 
They're gonna say f this, and like I'm not reporting on this money. It's not worth it. They're gonna find. They're gonna find a way to cheat right. it. Exactly. And that that's that. It's stupid. Dumb. Yep. Uh, again, exactly right. big, you know, listen, I, I see why there's a party. Why I don't necessarily agree with everything they say. I, I understand why we are having this talk of constantly limited government. You're starting to get, you're starting to give these people a real platform. And some of those people are very dangerous, but you are giving them yep. a real reason to say this. This is, I mean, look, the United and I will benefit from this. But there's some things I don't want to benefit from because I don't want to deal with. You're, I mean, no one's, hold, no one's holding a gun to our heads <laughs> to take the money. But I'm just saying, like, we don't want to. This is this is a headache that nobody really wants to deal with. I, I, I don't want to have to wonder if my clients not give me the right 1099k. That, that's extra stress that me and my firm don't need, and his firm doesn't need either. This is ridiculous. Yep, I agree. I agree. All righty. Well, um, anything else you want to touch on on this topic? Uh, no, I can't wait for baseball season to start. So, you know, they, they ended the lockout. Baseball season. They thought it already started. Oh, the spring training spring started. Spring training started late this year because season, of the lockout. Yeah. But baseball season, and, uh, Justin Verlander is back for the Astros. After Tommy John, Carlos Gray is gone. So we'll see how my Astros do. They lost. They fell short in the World Series. Um, Dusty Baker, amazing manager, took a team with no starting pitching to within two games of the World Championship. So, shout out to Dusty. Cool beans. Yeah, I, I've never gotten into watching baseball. I don't know why. I just it's it's like watching paint dry to me sometimes. So <laughs> I've never gotten you know, into you know, watching baseball. Baseball. baseball I love my, playing baseball. Yes. But yeah, that game was my first love before basketball. By the way, and then I and then. As I got really tall, the strike zone was too high to stop playing baseball. Yeah, exactly. So I, I enjoy 